Do you have rental properties and you want to set up a company and an associated self-directed 401k? Good idea, but the IRS might stand in your way. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you all about it right now in episode number 315 of Self-Directed Investor Talk. Hello, self-directed investors all across the Fruited Plain. Welcome to another action-packed, edge-of-your-seat thrill ride into the fantastic world of tax-free alternative asset investing. This is Self-Directed Investor Talk, the show of record for savvy self-directed investors like you. And today, we have an excellent show for you. This is episode number 315. So to get the transcript and all other resources from today's show, visit sditalk.com slash 315, sditalk.com slash 315 for all of those resources provided to you with our compliments. So, I regularly hear from rental property investors who want to use a self-directed 401k. The idea is that they want to form a company connected to their rental properties, since one must have a business in order to establish a self-directed 401k. Now, on the face of it, this is not a bad idea. My regular listeners will, of course, know that I am a huge proponent of self-directed 401ks as being the absolute creme de la creme of self-directed retirement accounts versus any type of IRA in every single way, except for one. Well, Brian, what's that exception? I can practically hear you asking me right now. <laughs> it's this. Far fewer people actually qualify to set up a self-directed 401k in the first place. The qualifications are not complicated. Really, all you have to have is a business that you own, which has no full-time employees other than you and maybe also your spouse. And your business has to have earned income. That's, that's really about the size of it. But therein, there's a pretty big gotcha for rental property owners who want a self-directed 401k. What is it? Well, it's that caveat of having earned income. Earned income, as you may know, is the type of income that results whenever an employer gives you a paycheck, or if we're talking about a business rather than a person, it's the type of income that results whenever a business is paid for the purchase of a product or a service. It's income that's earned on the basis of active effort. Now, you'll note that that definition doesn't directly apply to rental income. Rental income is, under the tax code, what's known as unearned income. Not unearned in the sense that you're unworthy of receiving it, but unearned in the sense that rent is payment for the use of an asset rather than for the purchase of a product or a service. From a tax perspective, there's no active effort involved in receiving rental income. <laughs> so that's a problem. If the only income you're receiving comes from rental income, then all you're receiving is unearned income rather than earned income, and it really doesn't matter whether those rents are being paid to you personally or to a company that you form to own the properties, doesn't matter. Either way, the nature of the income itself is still unearned. And if that's the only kind of income you're receiving, that is not sufficient to establish a self-directed 401k, I'm sorry to say. But never fear, my friends. As always, I have a solution, which Self-Directed Investor Society clients have been using quite productively for years now, and it is this. While rental income won't qualify you to set up a self-directed 401k, what could qualify you to do so is to establish a property management company which serves your rental properties. In other words, let's imagine you have one or 10 or 1,000 rental properties. You could very realistically and legitimately establish a company that provides property management services to your rental properties for which it receives payment, usually in the form of a percentage of rents collected. And in your quest to set up a self-directed 401k, that's going to go a long way. 
because while rental income is unearned and doesn't qualify you to establish a self-directed 401k, property management income is distinctly of the earned variety and thus is a legitimate qualifier for the earned income requirement to set up a self-directed 401k. Capiche? The idea is simply to segment a small portion of your income and to do something to convert it in a legal and legitimate sense to the form of income that will allow you to qualify to establish a self-directed 401k. But even this solution has a rather serious drawback. Two of them, actually. Did your investing guru, who probably certainly isn't an expert in self-directed retirement accounts, did your investing guru mention these two big drawbacks to you? I didn't think so. They don't know them. But I, your exceptionally well-informed, highly opinionated, always lovable, and deadly accurate host, won't hold back the goods from you. But you're going to have to listen in tomorrow to get the goods because I'm out of time for today. And that reminds me, if you haven't subscribed to Self-Directed Investor Talk, please do that now so you get a notice when we publish new episodes. As I suspect you can tell, this isn't information you can afford to miss. It's not information you'll get anywhere else. And second, if you like this show, and hey, you know you do. <laughs> Seriously, if you like this show, please consider giving us a nice five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps to get the word out and bring in more listeners, which motivates me to make this show better and better with each passing day. That's all I've got for you today, my friends, except for this one parting thought. Invest wisely today and live well forever. Self-Directed Investor Talk is a production of the Self-Directed Investor Society. This content is not intended to be advisory in nature and is not offered with the intention of providing legal, tax, or other licensed professional guidance to any listener. Be sure to see your own licensed advisors for that type of advice. This content is copyrighted by and used under license from the Self-Directed Investor Society.